When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Zero, Season 2, Episode 17. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm your host, Jenna Anderson. We have so much to talk about today. Just a reminder for the chat, please keep things spoiler-free. Please keep things positive. We love you guys, but don't ruin the fun for everybody else because trust me, we will get into Doctor Strange spoilers at some point in time, but that time is not today. Um, but yeah, we have so much to talk about today. And joining us is Jamie Jarak. Hippo! <laughs> Literally, as that was happening, I was like, this, this is Jamie. This is Jamie. I love, like, yeah, I loved it. So we also have Adam Barnhart joining us. What's up, cast, crew, phase zero people? I The hippo thing's like, is that is that an end joke? I'm sorry. I, I should be better oh, on my phase zero. Really, really love it. Oh, okay. God, yeah, because I, I was yeah. saying that's like my exact reaction every time she pops up on the screen. <laughs> So I wasn't, wasn't sure she, what's going she on. She fell in love from moment one. So, okay, and then we also have go win, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I need it so badly. Mm. And then we also have Aaron Perrine joining us. What's going on, guys? Big day. And finally, a night crew reunion for me and Adam on the show. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> How you been, Aaron? It's been a while, man. It has been a while. How are you, Adam? We'll have to catch up. Aaron and Adam spin off. Let's, yes. let's do it right now. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Um, but yeah, we got so much to talk about today. Also, happy May the 4th. Go watch the Kenobi trailer if you haven't already. Don't don't like, leave the show and go do that, but watch it at some point because it is very good. Um, but yeah, we got so much to talk about today. Um, and starting with the fact that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is coming out this weekend. Um, a couple of us got to see it already ahead of time. And we're going to share our very spoiler-free reactions. Don't worry, we are not going to spoil any of the things that are out there. I've already been avoiding the internet at all costs. And I, I know a lot of people are doing the same. So, but there's still so much to say about this movie. Um, so, Jamie and Aaron, you guys both saw it ahead of time, right? Awesome. Yes. Adam, I, you have not, right? I did not. I heard they put okay. Iron Fist in it, though, but yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to get spoilers. My bad. That's my one spoiler. For this, Iron but. Fist and a giant dragon, just everything, and, and oh, Wilson Fisk, best everything movie Adam ever. loves in one Thank movie. you. Doctor Strange, um, 100% Ron Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so um, we're going to share our spoiler free reactions. Um, Jamie, do you want to go first? Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a, what a, a task to do. Um, uh, you know, I'm, my reaction is that I have to see this movie again. Um, because I think on, on round two, I'm really going to love it. But a lot of my first experience was tainted by the leaks. Um, and, uh, so that, which is a bummer. And so, uh, I, I've just got to kind of, that's not the movie's fault, you know? Uh, and, and, and it really, uh, some like, and, and I'll explain more when we talk about it in detail why, uh, but uh, yeah. So, but that aside, I did enjoy it. Um, uh, as I tweeted, I came in a Wanda Stan and I left a Wanda Stan, and that's all you gotta know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, uh, I, Ramey's a great director. There's a lot of cool stuff. Everything that you're seeing about his direction is pretty on point. So, yep. Aaron, what about you? Uh, so some backstory. I actually got to see this with with Jamie's uh, Boothe, who I got to meet before I actually got to meet Jamie. So we were having a good time watching the film, sitting there packed. There was somebody in our screening, the press screening, with a like comics accurate Doctor Strange cloak of levitation with the yellow border on it. Wow. Whoever you are, if you're watching this, good good for you, man. I was <laughs> like, that's really dope. Um, I really enjoyed it. I didn't have like the craziest built up idea of what the movie was going to be. And I think that helped me enjoy it more. Also when said spoilers were running around on social media, I saw like a little, like thank God for my slow freaking scrolling fingers because I saw like a little bit of it and I scrolled up immediately. It was like, Oh no. It ran to our community on Twitter and was like, yo, if you need to take a break or you need filters, Go ahead and do that now. Shout out to the people in the community who shared their filters with everybody. Although it sounds like people had stuff break through the filters for them. 
Uh, my spoilers did not come through Twitter. Oh, so. no. What? Oh, okay. We, we would talk about this off camera. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened over there. Someone threw a brick with a spoiler through Jamie's window. <laughs> and there was no one there to catch it. Um, I really enjoyed it. It is a week. If, if you have the small, the small children, it's going to be a wee bit scary for the, for the small ones, for the, for the wee ones. I, I think... I was talking to Jim Viscardi about this this morning as we were like doing Obi-Wan coverage. And I was like, we were surprised. Like, wow. Okay. Sam, Sam's in the house. Sam Raimi is definitely in the building. If you're worried about that, I feel like trust your gut, trust your gut. There's, there's some stuff. Um, Also of note with the Sam Raimi of it all, I guess this is probably going to be the thing that MCU fans end up sort of waving about like they do Thor Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy and Black Panther as an evidence of and Eternals of they let the directors do what they want to do. They really do. They're there. I can't say anymore. We'll talk about it later. There's other. I was like, oh, this is a Sam Raimi movie. Like, like uh, Tony was like, man, this is just like, wow, I'm really struck by certain choices. And I'm like, I am too. And it's like, wow, this is a redacted sentence that I've got going on. You'll, you'll hear what we all have to say about all the fun, crazy stuff uh, uh, later this week, probably. Yeah, hopefully we will be able to do like a spoiler episode this week. Um, BD, who is traveling at the moment, will hopefully join us for that too, because yeah, there is so much to talk about here. The movie is just a feast for Marvel fans in terms of so much stuff. Like there is just so much to chew on in this movie in the best possible way and in ways that I was not expecting. Like I agree with Jamie. I knew a good percentage of the leaks. I knew elements of what to expect and I still found myself having so much fun. It's a thing where if I didn't know any of that if we had had no marketing no leaks whatsoever and this movie had just come out it would have been the same thing as like no way home where i feel like i would have ascended out of the theater if all of that was completely a surprise but that being said like it is kind of possible to turn your brain off and just enjoy it for what it is and a huge part of that is the sam raimi of it all there are so many moments in this movie that are like i cannot believe the mcu is doing this in terms of just how scary and how weird and how gross things can get but still keeping it PG-13 it like I agree with Aaron completely there are small children who should not be going to this movie at all because it'll be very like Raiders of the Lost Ark style thing of like this is going to inform you as a person for better or for worse I can already see comparison I can already see parents like getting mad at the things that are in this movie but they're so well executed and they're so fun uh, Spencer and me were joking around like there's a million moms petition happening like, Friday after <laughs> big, big, big time. And I'm still That's thinking about true. certain things that happened in the movie. Like I was making coffee yesterday, just staring off into the distance. Like, wow, that really happened, fam. That was crazy. Oh, I really saw that happen in a Marvel movie. That's nuts. Um, so, yeah. I'm so sorry, Adam. Adam's just looking at us like, what the heck is going on in this thing? Yeah, guys, so you guys said scary. I think mm-hmm. I think Jenna said feast and, and scary Marvel stories and feasts are two of my favorite things because some reason I'm in this very hungry, sad boy era. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but I am here for Doctor Strange too, apparently. Of course, yeah, the, the leaks and stuff come with, with the what do you want to call it with the job, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, especially if, if something pops up on Slack or something, but what are you going to do? You know, I'm, I'm still excited. I, I want to like a terrifying movie. I want to be like, man, that's crazy. And I yeah. think from what I've heard, it's, we get that with Dr. Strange too. So 24 hours from now, I get to see it. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. 25 hours, 26 hours. I don't know. Awesome. Some 20 some hours, but. I am very excited to hear your thoughts, Adam. Like there were moments where I was sitting there and I'm like, I cannot wait to hear what Adam has to say about this because it was like (laughs) your exact interests are perfectly aligned with a lot of this movie. I can't. I'm going to buy the biggest popcorn possible. (laughs) I'm going to buy two larges. Uh, I'll drop my big on your head. Yeah, honestly, at this point. But yeah, I, I agree with what Aaron said. It's like I have had moments watch like in the time since I watched it of like especially sleeping on it because I wrote a review at comicbook.com. If you want to go read it, that would be very nice because um, I, I put a lot of work into that. But I had to write it before I could even really sleep on the movie. And so after the fact, I have had moments of just sitting there and I'm like, that really happened. Like this is we are now through the looking glass, both in terms of like the stuff the movie introduces and the stuff the movie lays out. And also just like we can get weird and we can get gross and scary. 
and that is okay and it all fits under the Marvel umbrella. It's like that aspect of it is so surreal. And it is this thing of like, I cannot imagine anybody else other than Sam Raimi delivering it in the way that he does because it is still so fun and entertaining and cheesy and campy, but still earnest in its intentions while also being super terrifying. So uh, I think for just as a last thing, you need to go back before this movie and rewatch Doctor Strange 1. Yes. WandaVision, Infinity War, and maybe What If. Like at mm-hmm. least the Doctor Strange episode of What If. Those are the four key texts that you need for the for the movie, I think. Um, I, I don't remember who it was, but somebody tweeted like a very like like if you if people are tweeting very specific things like they're trolling you <laughs> yes that agents of shield thing yes uh, this like, season's- like any like like uh, what like if you go that specific agents of shield episode is such a like random uh like that's not like not like that is a troll that episode is like you know i mean watch that episode watch all the episodes uh but that, but don't don't believe everything you see on the internet um uh, but also watch agents of shit watch all of <laughs> <laughs> for tomorrow uh that would be great i i also i want to shout out bd uh for making me his plus one at the premiere that was so awesome and nice of him and i hope he comes and talks about uh the the movie with us because it was fun i had never this is my first time meeting him in person and like just us being like <laughs> There's so many moments where we looked at each other in with like with mouth agape, and I and I I hope we get to uh, share those thoughts together. That's awesome. I did want to ask since Adam is the one among us who hasn't seen it. Like, do you have any spoiler-free questions that you want to ask us about it, just to like kind of keep the conversation? Because I I would be very curious, like what you, you want. Spoiler-free, so yeah. you can't tell me how many scenes Charlie Cox Daredevil's in, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know. Just like general. Is it, is it, does it push like the boundaries of, of everyone talks rated R and PG 13. And even since the last time I was on phase zero, I've completely flipped 180. I don't think we need a rated R superhero movie, but like, does it push boundaries? Is it like body gore? Is it just jump scares? What type of, what type of scared should I be prepared for? Aaron has thoughts. I can tell he has so many thoughts. I, I told Jim that Sam Raimi does the samba right up onto that line, like right up to it in ways that you don't think like, uh, and just, uh, I'm going to go up and I'm back. Like that's, that's the movie. It, it, it's really, really more than you think. Like I laugh. Cause I, like you said, I saw your tweets about the Batman, right? This is what we're yeah. like joking and referencing, mm-hmm. like how you might not need this. And if, if another one of these is like this, uh, you probably aren't going to see any other R-rated ones besides Dared, De- I mean Deadpool. Yeah. Okay. Who's more sad, Robert Pattinson's Batman or Stephen Strange as the multiverse <laughs> crumbles? You cannot top an R. Pats. No, okay. he is. He, he's born to be a sad boy, <laughs> and uh, that is just his his lot in life. And gotcha. we're grateful for it. He's welcome to the Black Parade, like personified. Wow. Like, you cannot talk that. At this point. Jim's dropping in right now. You just name dropped your favorite song. <laughs> I did have a moment. One of the times that, that Chris and I rewatched the Batman, I played him Welcome to the Black Parade for the first time, like the entire album. And I was like, see, this is just Robert Pattinson's Batman. Like, this is why everyone has been comparing it to My Chemical Romance. But yeah. It's a completely different level of sad. I, I will say, though, since you did mention Stephen Strange, like the performances in this movie are so good. Like Benedict is, is so good. He, you can tell he is so comfortable playing Doctor Strange now, now that like his origin story and all that stuff's out of the way. Like, uh, like Jamie can speak to this, but like Lizzie Olsen is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Zochi Gomez as America Chavez is able to hold her own with everybody else in such a fun and fascinating way. Like I am so excited to see whatever else is in store for her because she is just like a star. Like every single time she's on screen, it's just uh, like, I love you so much. Aaron, what were you going to say? I don't say you called her a star. <laughs> oh, I know. but yeah everybody everybody in this movie is just top notch so i am so excited for everybody else to see this movie because it is this thing of like you've probably seen leaks you've probably seen spoilers you've probably seen tv spots but you cannot like whatever you're expecting this movie to be it is something else entirely and there's something really fun with that so it'll be so weird and so cool just to see the marvel fandom start to react to this movie because there's so much to unpack but yeah 
Um, and then in terms of other Marvel news and other stuff going on this week, we had a pretty big week in terms of post credit scenes. Last, I think it was Thursday or Friday, <laughs> was just like a wallop of stuff. Jamie, do you want to talk about one of those news items? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Feige revealed that uh, Marvel is planning the next 10 years of movies. You guys, uh, you, we're going to be dead. Uh, we're, we're before these movies end, and that's okay. I, I don't want that. I don't want them to stop. You know, I think I've seen some things about people like, like this is gonna, getting out of hand. No, this is just like a new form of media that we've never really experienced like this before, and that's incredible and it's amazing. But this is okay. So this is what he said at CinemaCon. Um, he said, "I have just left this morning, and I'm going back as soon as I get off stage to our first creative retreat in person with Marvel Studios' creative team in three years. And we have a giant board there that takes us through the next decade of the MCU, and they're, uh, they are different, and they are unique and special and are meant for your theaters. What a good quote. He's what an eloquent man. Um, I, listen, um, I know that people say they have Marvel fatigue, but I, bring it on, baby. That's my attitude. What do you guys think? I'm just mad he dropped this after we stopped the show. Yep. He, he did this right after we got off last week. And I was like, you Feige, ooh, daddy Feige, why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> That is just an I, evergreen statement. Right. No, I'm mad he didn't tell us the actual 10 years. Why Why say 10 years when you could just show us 20 movies and 40 TV shows? Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? There's still time. There's still other There's conventions still this year yeah. for them to just put out like a massive slate of something. So, yeah, I, I think it's just so crazy. Like, I'm unsurprised that they're planning this far out. I'm just very curious to see what that all culminates to. I know we have said secret wars over and over again. Um, as a thing that that could they, they could potentially be building to. So I'm very curious where that fits on this 10-year plan and like what other stuff kind of ebbs and flows. Because I think the fun of phase four has been seeing how just kind of unconnected and like flourishing everything is on its own. And so seeing what that all could build to and what we could see in the movies is just going to be so crazy. I would love to be a fly on the wall at that retreat. Like I can only imagine. What do you think is happening in this retreat? Like what does retreat mean to you in terms of Marvel executives? Like, or, like I just feel like Foggy's getting like his, his like a manicure while he's <laughs> important uh, uh, future details. That's how I'm visualizing it. You're he's thinking like, much more spa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing them all just like sitting in a conference room or like a nice hotel like room and just hashing everything out there's just a gigantic whiteboard with like every single thing on it and they're trying to figure out what goes where like that's what i'm imagining it's like yeah what do you guys think would be like your dream thing to have on that whiteboard of like a thing we could see in the next 10 years oh boy. <laughs> mm. we only get to choose one just shoot from the hip, whatever your first Shoot from is. the hip, Sleepwalker. You guys know that. Sleepwalker, <laughs> Midnight Suns. Shoot from the hip, Darkhawk, Man Thing, Elsa Bloodstone, um, Hellstrom Reboot. Um, what else do I want? Um, virtually anything besides El Morto. Um, someone who's appeared in three comic issues um, or four, maybe five. Uh, yeah, Sleepwalker. Come on. Hellstrom. I knew in my heart of hearts that you're going to say Sleepwalker. I think. Well, do I am super one dimensional when it comes to that? It's okay. It's awesome. Aaron, do you have any that you can think of? Uh, like pie in the sky, crazy stuff. Like, I it, at the end of 10 years, like, I hope we get secret wars before that, just out of my own greed. <laughs> um, but we have gotten a lot of weird Marvel, like, Star Wars and stuff. So if they could be at the end of the two years and find some way for the two of them to be coexist somehow, it would break my brain. I just don't understand how it would happen. But I know that you were talking about like literally everyone on earth going to see a movie, like everyone, even the, even the babies will go and sit and have their little tickets for that. So maybe that's at the end. That would be crazy. I love it. Ask me again on our next episode. Uh, good point. Uh, Very good point. Yep. Tease for y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That is, a, that is incentive to listen to our bonus episode on Friday. <laughs> for me, it's just anything X Men, honestly, at this point. Yes. my I guess my pie in the sky, like, dream thing would be an A Force thing. Because I feel like in a couple years' time, once, like, She Hulk is introduced to everybody and we start to have the X Men and we start to have many more female characters, I feel like we could definitely do an A Force thing. And I think that would be incredible. Mm -hmm. 
So, but there's so much potential. There's so many things. And as we're seeing this week with the Moon Knight finale, and I think with Doctor Strange, like people will absorb any of it. Like people are willing and excited to see so much of it. So I think that's going to be fun. Um, but speaking of stuff that is coming in the near future, Aaron, do you want to talk about the other piece of news? Yeah. I mean, I don't think this happened like after our show, but also I'm like, you guys hide these news dumps till after we can't talk about them. So mm-hmm. the Marvels and Ant-Man, and the Wasp, Quantumania have switched release dates, which means that Ant-Man, and the Wasp is now coming in February mm-hmm. and then the Marvels is coming in July. Now, there's a lot of speculation about what this could possibly mean. If so, some stuff tipped off because of the moves, I've heard different things about both projects being in different states of completion. Cause both, I guess principal photography and stuff is finished on both of these movies, which yeah. is in wild for stuff that doesn't come out until next year. It's just all just sitting there waiting for the, for the renders to complete one big computer, just sitting there rendering with a bar at 64%. <laughs> Um, what do you guys think? Do you, do you do you think that there's some sort of like Marvel Studios gamesmanship going on here? Or do you think it's just that, hey, you know what, this one was further along and let's get this one out there? I honestly, I think it's a visual effects thing. I think we've seen with a lot of the projects that are coming out lately, like we saw it with the DC movies that have gotten kind of shuffled around. Like I know one of the producers of Black Adam said yesterday, like it is because of VFX things. Of like there's there are so many projects that need VFX work. There's only so many people who can do them at a certain time. So like you kind of have to shuffle things around and accommodate for that. So I would not be surprised if that's part of it. The one thing I'm curious about is like how this is going to affect like, um, the larger MCU of it all. Because like, I know I've said on this show with like Loki, I feel like with Kang being in Quantumania, I will be very curious to see now how Loki season two does or doesn't play into that at all. Because it, it, it feels like it's this thing where there's still so much you need to introduce about Kang. And I'm very curious where we're going to get that now, now that Quantumania might come out before we get Loki season two at this point. But who knows? Jamie, what do you think? Yeah, it, seemed, it always seemed to me like the Ant-Man production was being talked about so much more. So it just, it just, it just feels that simple. Like they, it just seems like it's easier and it's finished. Also, I think those dates match up better. The Marvels to me is more of a summer, uh, is a summer release. And, uh, you know, the Ant-Man movies have always kind of been like, we're here now. And uh, we're just <laughs> a little treat. We're a little, we're a little goofy, fun little treat. And that feels more like, a uh, the month Jamie was born kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, what do you think? I think they got to the end of the movie and realized, man, we only gave Adam Brashear three lines. We need to film more <laughs> scenes because this is called the Marvels. Let's let's just make it a blue Marvel movie. That's, that's. <laughs> but, uh, speaking of pie in the sky. We need we need Adam quick. But um, <laughs> it's interesting. The world of visual effects is super interesting because uh, Marvel's at a point where they essentially do all their movies and, and previs anyways but then stuff comes along and they're editing stuff till the end. You know, Benedict has been pretty um, candid about him not even knowing what the ending to Dr. Strange two was when they're filming the movie. Um, so everything's in flux. Maybe they did the cameos. I think the, the MCU fan and all of us kind of wants to be like, Oh, does that, does delay mean more cameos? Does delay mean more surprises? Of course, it means reshoots. What are they doing in the reshoots? I mean, Dr. Strange had all those rumors. So uh, we'll see. It blows my mind that, I mean, you would think Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania um, would have easier visual effects or less visual effects or something like that. But maybe the Marvels is going completely crazy cosmic and doing... Um, I hope they get into like Hala more. We only scratched the surface of Hala in the Cree. I, I hope we, we get that more. Maybe maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. I, I, mean, I totally agree. It's funny to think, Adam, they're just going to go up and they're actually going to film it in space. That's why I got pushed back. They're gonna have- <laughs> the, there's, apparently there's a hotel opening next year, the year after. So maybe that's actually Marvel Studios' new office. That is where the <laughs> retreat is, actually. Kevin Feige Obviously. is on the moon right now. With, Tom, with Tom Cruise Rogers. is just floating by filming his yes. movie in space as well. <laughs> There's only That's so much well, real estate it. in space. Yeah. I didn't buy two Doctor Strange tickets for nothing. Put my money to good use, Marvel. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel Space Hotel coming to 2036 or something. There we go. There we go. And it's, um, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and then we had one other big piece of Marvel news, almost like within the same day. This past week has been a blur in a lot of ways, but I feel like this and the release date changes were very close to each other, which was kind of shocking. Adam, do you want to kick it off? John Watts is no longer directing the Fantastic Four reboot. Apparently clearing the way for someone else. There, There's a prevailing fan theory, a uh, little speculation amongst fans that I'm not sure we should talk about or, or what yeah. the stance is, but you know, someone else is going to come into uh, to direct. That was a loaded report. They said John Watts um, is no longer directing fantastic four because he needs a break. He has another project for what's he has like George Clooney on a project. Doesn't he? Brad, I think Brad Pitt too. Yeah. Huh. Just like, and it looks like I'm like, okay, give me that. <laughs> I, know, I think any one of us would like look at Kevin Feige and be like, Kev, just give me like, just give me a little break so I can, you know, work with these two guys. Um, it's super interesting. You know, I is Fantastic Four. I mean, Marvel still has that 2023 date, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think Fantastic Four can make it. Um, they don't have a director. It, it just <laughs> comes into mind, like how by the time these writers and screenwriters board these projects, how much of the project is actually done? Are the producers going the length to like, a treatment level do they just have a generic plot do they have a group of characters you know um i don't know i mean i don't think we see fantastic four in 2023 um i just want like a good doom or an Nihilus yeah. or just a, a decent fantastic four that's all i want I completely agree. I do think it is this thing, like, I completely agree with you. I'm very curious to, like, figure out, and and we'll probably never know, but it is this thing of, like, how far is along is this movie? Like, we don't, I don't think we even have a reported screenwriter. Like, we've just had John Watts. Mm -hmm. So the fact that now we're kind of having to start over and find a new director, I will be very curious to see, like, what director they get, what pitch they get, how that still fits into Marvel's plans, like, when we get this movie. I feel like I can see this movie getting, like, one of the first two 2024 release dates, just purely Mm. to lean into the four of it all. Because you kind of have to lean into that gimmick. And I did. I forgot to mention, the report also uh, hinted, or another trade followed it up by John Watts is clearly not done with Marvel. And they mentioned a whole other Spider-Man trilogy. So it's just... We'll see. Marvel has something up its sleeve. We'll, We'll see eventually. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's because they want him to keep doing Spider-Man. Um, right. Yeah, at first I have mixed feelings about this news because I'm like, I, I was, I thought he was going to be a good choice, but now I'm like, but, but like, remember when that similar, the similar thing led to Sam Raimi directing Doctor Strange too? So I'm like, I can't wait to find out what it's going to be. It's a, it's a fun little tease. I agree. Like I, after No Way Home, I was very on board with the idea of Watts doing it. Like I felt like he could get kind of the nostalgia and the whimsy that you needed with Doctor Sh- or with the Fantastic Four. So I'm very curious to see how who they get. I know there have been so many suggestions online. My shoot from the hip answer, honestly, at this point, is Bryce Dallas Howard because after all the work she's done on the Star Wars shows, I'm like, give her a movie. If it's not a Star Wars movie, give her a Marvel movie right away. And I feel like that would be a really fun one for her to get if she was interested in it at all. Does anyone else have any other like directing choices of like? Like their dream Fantastic Four director? I mean, it's like a long shot to like have anybody that's that established to like do this thing. I'd said to Spencer, I think offhandedly, I, I would love to see what Ava would do with it. Yes. I, she don't get to do anything anymore. Like I'm just still sitting here weeping about new gods and yes. no one cares. No one even cares. Uh, I mean, I think also that there's a real possibility because of the Raimi thing that they're going to go get someone like huge to do this thing like and i don't know like i don't want to say any names because you know aggregation or whatever but like (laughs) wouldn't it be crazy like if they just were like you know what like just boo we got Mm -hmm. steve in here to do this and i'd be like what (laughs) you know but the musical it's time for some marvel well yeah exactly (laughs) i got another house to build let's go (laughs) (laughs) Adam, do you have any like dream Fantastic Four director? No, I don't think so. I, I think the most common one, someone like Brad Bird, because he's already made the best Fantastic Four movie we've gotten. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's worked with the mouse before. Can he? See, there you go. I didn't say it with that many exclamation. Brad Bird! <laughs> <laughs> it was heavily implied. Uh, right, yeah. You know, something like that. You know, um, uh, 
Mr. Uh, Mr. Francis Ford was was with James Gunn the other day. Let's let's see him do Fantastic Four. Oh my Let's god! said we're going we're going Scorsese. <laughs> just just the the yeah. Who just won the Oscar for Best Director this year? Get them. Let's. Let's do it. Uh, Dr. Every, Frank, every, that's the new thing. Every Best Director of that year gets a Marvel movie. Um, <laughs> it comes with the Oscar of, when they give it to yeah. him. <laughs> it's like there redeem this for one Marvel directing job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if, yeah. um, it, if it should be Fantastic Four, but uh, considering that Rogue Nation and Fallout are, I think, two of the greatest movies ever made, I would love to see what Christopher McQuarrie could do with this. Yes. That would be amazing. Yes, I completely agree. All right. Well, so that's the Marvel news of this week. Um, just a little bit of it because there was so much. Um, we're going to take a quick one minute break and then we're going to talk about the Moon Knight finale. Full spoilers. We also might have someone special joining us for that conversation. So stay tuned. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Season two, episode seventeen. We we just got out of the multiverse of tomatoes, as Aaron called it, which I love. Um, so yeah, now we are talking full spoilers for Midnight episode six, the season slash series finale. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, we could not talk about the Moon Knight finale without having a certain someone join us. Um, he he got out of jail for this occasion and is very excited I'm like to join I'm us. like Beetlejuice. Just say my name three <laughs> times, and I and I will show up to cause havoc. Wherever. Oh, the chat was saying it more than three times. I think they said it ten times. I need chat to know I saw the wall of free gyms, <laughs> and I appreciate you. I see every single one of you. Thank yeah, you. we had to have Jim here to talk about this episode because there. I also had to wear there. my good night Moon Knight for the season finale of Moon Knight. We're putting Moon Knight to bed, and we'll <laughs> wait to see when he shows up. <laughs> perfect perfect so we'll go around and get everybody's reactions let's save jim for last because i know jim will have so many thoughts and i am just very <laughs> curious to hear what he has to say so aaron do you want to go first since you're at the top uh sure um i really enjoyed this i think that on the aggregate this is probably the strongest one of the endings of all these shows so far um because it only kind of ties everything up and like okay and there we go it, it there are things that we're still wondering about but as far as the story that they were trying to tell, I feel like it was very effective in the way that it dealt with everything that it was like, I totally care about Moon Knight now. Show accomplished its goal. Like, what's <laughs> up? Like, that's what that's all I'm asking for. You know, I, I'm not like I, I loved the sort of like action blocking near the back end of this thing. It was great. I did not expect to get a giant kaiju battle at the end of this thing. And we totally got that. Um Layla, secret MVP of the show. Like, I I literally was so excited because I was like, oh, that's amazing. I didn't think we were going to even get to that. I thought it was going to be some real, like, next time I'll get to do this. <laughs> no, we're here. It's great. Nobody so, saw that coming. And no, I loved that they surprised us with that. Su super surprised. Who knew a little Band-Aid? It's been a big, big month for pinkies. Uh -huh. <laughs> Huge month for pinkies. Um, so I can't, it's, I can't say enough. I hope we get more Towerette as well. In somewhere, please let her be a Thor. I don't know. As long as she doesn't die. <laughs> no, you can't Kill put her in yeah, Thor. Yeah. Thor she's like risk. Why like would you do that? <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> Adam, what did you think? Uh Aaron hit the nail on the head with with everything. I, I don't know what to say now because Aaron took my my crib sheet, my notes. <laughs> no, I think it was the uh I really think it was the most complete, maybe safe for Hawkeye. I mean the Hawkeye finale had much more of a hard stop, I guess, or, or a hard conclusion where I was Moon Knight did leave something, some things open. But the thing about Moon Knight is we knew the plot, we knew the story, we knew 
where this was going from the very first episode. There wasn't a, a timekeeper's, uh, what do you want to call it, um, subversion or, or twist in the middle. There, there wasn't a twist. We knew where it was going. They needed to get to the pyramid. They got to the pyramid. They needed to stop the spooky alligator goddess. They stopped the spooky alligator goddess. Um, I'm so sick in my mind. I was thinking Gore was going to show up the whole time. I, Jim and I texted about it last night. Um, the second they went Kaiju, I'm like, okay, that would certainly, you know, if Gore's like scrolling Twitter on his phone or whatever, you know, that's, that's a moment that would probably start trending and Gore would be like, okay, I have to go kill them now, obviously. But uh, it, no, story-wise, it was great. Um, I've harped on Disney Plus finale so far. In the very first one that I loved, um, people are in my mentions fighting me this morning. People just want to fight. I'm like, guys, come on. If I like something for once, just just let me like it. But no, I loved it. Oscar Isaac, what what a guy. What a guy. I mean, what, what, what can you say? It's just playing a million different actors, the suits. They gave Mr. Knight the batons. I'm not sure if he had those earlier, but he certainly had them at the end. Um, it, it was awesome. Um, I'm not sure if we want to get into, I mean, there's a little nitpicky stuff, right? I mean, sure. He, uh, he gave, I thought he gave up pretty quick, right? On the, in the, what do you call it? The temple of gods or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's like, all it took were two words and he's like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to be Moon Knight anymore or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it, it closed the plot. We needed it to close. It didn't, it wasn't a 40 minute exposition dump opening up the multiverse. Or, or something like that, you know, and it closed what we needed. Finale-wise, it was great. Even the post-credit scene wasn't a teaser for something else. It answered something, one of the open questions. It it, it brought more resolution to it. So I probably would say it's it's my favorite. It's probably the second best finale after after Hawkeye. Um, then again, I'm, I'm very partial to Kingpin, but you guys already know that. What? I just keep picturing Gore with like a very chalky white iPhone just scrolling through Twitter. Like that just keeps, I, I just keep thinking about that. Yeah. No, and see, I was even, I'm to the point where I'm trying to justify it to Jim. I'm like, Jim, you know, maybe, you know, the gods or whatever. I know you should see the Slack messages. I'm, I'm yeah. insane. I mean, that, that was basically kind of what we talked about, right? Like it, it, it almost makes too much of perfect sense for it to have happened. Mm -hmm. uh, but like the other thing, and I'll, I'll talk about it because I was talking to Andrew, uh, Andrew, Aaron about it earlier was, sorry, Aaron, I don't know why. It's okay. <laughs> um, uh, it was like, who, like, does, who knows, does Moon Knight exist or does Moon Knight know other people exist? I think is one of the big questions that this kind of asks um, to see where he goes next. But like, maybe we can talk about that later. Jamie, what did you think? Oh, I don't know who put it in the comments, but now it's stuck in my head, which is, I want a hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but seriously, um, I, why can't I be her avatar? I want to be. <laughs> uh, that was, man, that revealed when that, that was awesome. Like, I was like, hmm, pretty good costume. It's no moon, like, wings. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was amazing. Um, uh, I, I really like how this show just, just was its own contained thing. Uh, it's been so long uh, since that's happened. And, um, you know, I can't wait to see how it connects in the future. But for right now, it's okay to just be on your own. Um, at first, I was like, "Are they gonna?" Is is I, I did, was had mixed feelings about the, the Jake um, credit scene, but it ended up being awesome. <laughs> like it was a great, even though we like knew it was gonna inevitable, um, and we we waited this whole time for him. And I was I, I thought I was jazzed with how that ending uh, came together. Mm -hmm. um, and then yeah, oh, the, the there were so many times I turned to Tony and went, "Dope." <laughs> it was just cool. Uh, there was like so much going on, and this I, this is the first Marvel show that's ended though that I've been like, I don't think I can rate this until I watch it in one sitting, um, because I have like having no idea what was going on for a lot of it. I I, I really really am looking forward to rewatching it. Uh, with like a stitch of knowledge uh, because what a journey. Um, but man, oh man. Um, and it, uh, I, I went to tweet this, but then I saw other people did. So I didn't, but that uh, uh, frozen moment where like, like the side by side where it's just the ending of frozen. And um, you all know, that's my favorite cartoon. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, give me that sibling love. It was just, um, 
it was just so much cool stuff. Uh, I was really here for it. Um, uh, and my, the, my favorite shot is when he's on the ground and then it's uh, like Ethan Hawke's walking up and then the battle's going on behind him. Yes. Some really creative, uh, cool looking stuff. And uh, uh, I, I think we're done with oh Ethan, but I, but but in my heart of hearts, I, I want somehow to not be done with Ethan <laughs> uh, because I just love that man so much, and he did such a good job. So um yeah, I, I was I was really jazzed. Uh, good job, people. Oh, also, <laughs> I just want to say one more thing, which is um Oscar Isaac in Moon Knight is the second best Marvel Cinematic Universe performance after Elizabeth Olsen in WandaVision, hands down. There's no one that comes close to those two performances in my opinion. Uh, and he, I want him to get nominated for an Emmy uh, immediately. I completely agree. I agree with so much of what everyone has said. I am so like, I need a behind the scenes breakdown of the blocking of that final fight because just switching back and forth between Mr. Knight and Moon Knight and how seamless that all was, was just so cool. Like the creative use of everything, the shot that Jamie talked about with like the kaiju fight in the background was just so awesome. Um, Layla and her costume and the reveal of that, this is what I wanted the Golden Eagle armor in Wonder Woman 84 to be. And it was barely this. It was this for like about 90 seconds, but this was just so cool. I'm like, like hoping that whenever we get Hawk Girl in a movie context, it is this level of cool because those wings were just incredible. So I I loved everything about this episode. I do think it ended so like kind of quickly, but it did that in a way that was admirable. And the tease of Jake at the end was so perfect that I was like, I respect everything that's going on here. It's just a thing of I want to see where all of this ends sooner than later. If so there, yeah, if there is not a set piece in Egypt with her <laughs> and Sam and Torres and Captain Ooh. America for uh, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be so good. Everybody has wings. Like I, as soon as I saw, I was like, "Yo, she needs all the avian heroes to come <laughs> yes. together." Yes, right. So, Jim, without further ado, what did you think of the episode? I mean, this was this was Gregory Smallwood art made into live action. I mean. Holy moly. It's, I love this episode. My, my biggest criticism of this episode is it moved so fast and it was so short um, because I think people were giving the show a lot of flack on the Stephen Grant aspect of this character and his, his Mr. Knight wasn't the, you know, the, a kick in or butt kick in, you know, character that fans have come to know and love in the comics or whatever. And we get just a glimpse of that in this episode where he finally like has the confidence, pulls out the things and just goes boom, 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 and just knocks a bunch of people out. And it was one of those like holy ass moments uh, for me in a long line of them during uh, this week's episode. That I thought was that I thought was so great. I thought it paid off a lot of character stuff that they had built in this lovely self-contained Moon Knight bubble. Like the 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 biggest thing now is, is I love I like and I don't like that I have no idea where Moon Knight's going to show up next. Right, like that is such a a cool aspect of what the MCU can do. Like, well, I don't know, is he going to be a secret Avengers team member or they're going to open up West coast Avengers or, you know, Adam and I are com campaign every day, sometimes three times a day for midnight suns. Right. And so say the like, word, Jim, we'll, say the word. Like, will, will, will he show, like, will he show up there? Um, and then like, like I said, like we, uh, I'll announce it here. I guess we will have a guest live next week answering our questions and your questions about this, about the finale and the show in general. And I think the post credit scene asks a ton more questions, right? Like we knew Jake was hiding there somewhere in the background and well, you know, what, what is he doing? And then like that moment was super cool. It paid off really well. Right. I think if we got more Jake in this episode, I don't think we would have liked it as much. I think like, because there, I don't think there's, it literally gives us just enough to be like, Oh, we got it. And like, now we got it. And now we got to wait for it. But like, there's a whole all sorts of questions. Who's paying for the limo, right? Like, <laughs> is that like the, the license plate has specter on it, which is 
ripped right out of the comics, right? Like, and Mark Spector in the books is the one who's, uh, oh, sorry, uh, Grant is the one who's got, has all the money. So like, there's, it's all kind of like weird and mixed up here. So I'm, I definitely want to see like what happens there. Uh, but also as if I couldn't love Kanchu any better, I got to see <laughs> Kanchu fight. And then I got to see Kanchu in a suit. <laughs> Kanchu fans are, we're full. We are full. I love I, like I said, th this has been a, a really cool journey. And I know there's a lot of people who've had a lot of, you know, a lot of gripes about like this, this isn't my Moon Knight or this isn't the Moon Knight from like the, the comics or whatever. And like, I think we, I think we just need to be patient for it. And I think we'll get that. And I think this is a, a great introduction to the character. I get to look, the only people who knew about Moon Knight or cared about Moon Knight were me and Adam <laughs> six months ago. No one cared about Moon Knight. And now I have friends text me being like, I love this show. I can't wait for more. Like, what, what can we do? Like, wh where can I get more Moon Knight? And I'm like, I've been living this life for decades. And now I, could, now I get to have that fun and be the sufferable know-it-all about Moon I'd like to say, Jim, thank you for like not gatekeeping Moon Knight and just yeah. like, excited that people want it because like because that's that's so nice we want like you want people to enjoy what you enjoy and uh, i was i really appreciate how you've gone about being the moon knight king uh, <laughs> and sharing your knowledge my my wife introduced me uh at a dinner party this weekend as oh this is my this is my husband jim he's made his entire online personality about moon knight and i was like <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> Let me be happy for once. Uh, no, but it was like as I said, he slowly it, removes the hood and cape from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, I this this goes to show that Marvel can take a character and and introduce it in a way that is um, appealing for for a large audience. And there is, like I said, no one has taken your your Moon Knight comics away. There is plenty of that stuff <laughs> to go through, and I have. I'm you know, as full of confidence as ever that they will get to some of that stuff and do some of the more nitty gritty stuff. Because like I said, I think with some of the dark things that we saw in this show to some of the violence that we see that I know you guys talked about in Doctor Strange, Marvel is not going to shy away from this stuff. And we just need to be a little bit more patient for that. And I mean, in my lifetime, did I ever think we were going to get something Moon Knight? No, but here we are. So anything's possible. It's crazy. Wild. I love it. I, I do want to like ask about like everyone about this aspect of it of like, where do we expect or hope to see Moon Knight yet? Because like Oscar has built the show as a limited series. We don't know if we're getting a second season. I know it's kind of one of those things of like if they wanted to, they could reverse that and just give us a second season. But if that doesn't end up being the case, where would you want to see the story continued next? Because I feel like now that we have Jake, now that we have the, the arc of this show, it feels like like Jim said, there is so much more to build off of. So Adam, where would you want to see um the halloween special why not yeah right yes. uh is it happening i don't know the the rumored holiday halloween special <laughs> that i was certain we were going to get an announcement for at the end of this um uh, no i don't know yeah i think uh i think he might pop up there i'm sure you know blade i'm sure some people said vampire by night elsa you know um i'll call it now that trailer for that the teaser for that will be have monster mash as the song <laughs> <laughs> um, 5,000%. I'll call it right now, right here on phase zero. If it isn't, I'll come back and I'll apologize. Um, but no, why? I don't know. And that's the thing. That's also going to be 40 minutes. So, you know, what are, what, what's that going to look like? But um, that filmed entirely in secret, zero set photos um, in 17 days or so. It was under three weeks. So um, yeah. maybe was, was Oscar out doing any interviews then? Was was oh, he somewhere? Where they film? Where no they film that? L.A. Um, I, they may have just done it self-contained in Atlanta, yeah, or, or London, because I think they, I think what Pinewood would have been emptied out mm -hmm. since Doctor Strange is all done, and mm -hmm. uh, because I what Doctor or not, I don't know, uh, Secret Invasion, I think, is in Atlanta, so right. it may have been yeah. in London. 
Yeah. So, so who knows? Maybe somewhat. You guys are detectives in the in the chat. Go go do some research <laughs> and see where Oscar's been from like March. Layla, something you know so. where Oscar's every yeah, day. Yeah, Layla, <laughs> Layla can can figure this out. No yeah. problem. Uh, I guess so on the, oh, go ahead. On, on the song front, I like the the song at the end that started <laughs> yes. thing. Like every day yeah. I wake. That that song is going to be stuck in my head forever. Yep. And, I, and I love it. And I'm okay with that. It's so good. <laughs> it is still so bizarre to Adam's point that like the, the werewolf by night, Halloween special, whatever we're calling it still has not been acknowledged by Marvel at all. It's like, we no. know this thing is happening, but there's still just no confirmation about it whatsoever. That is still just so wild. I hope we get more projects like that to the point mm -hmm. of like, here's just secret wars. We just filmed it and nobody knew until we just put it out. Like, I hope that we get to that point with Marvel because it is kind of wild. Jamie, where would you want to see Moon Knight next? I mean, it's the obvious answer, but you guys know my vampire Wesley Snipes loving <laughs> behind is so excited for Mahershala and I just want Blade. Why? I, like, I just feel like I've been waiting for Blade to come back for a gazillion years and uh, and I just, Mahershala acting with Oscar? Are you kidding me? That is like, I mean, doesn't the man have two Oscars like for a reason? That's, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Like, he, I just cannot friggin' wait for that. And uh, and so yeah, that's uh that's definitely I'm not gonna lie, I half expected Blade to show up to like sign yes. Mark out of the insane asylum. Yes. Kind of yeah. thing. I thought we were gonna get like a voice like Eternals or yeah. something. Mm -hmm. Um and I'm not disappointed oh, yeah. that we didn't, but um, but I just want my vampire Marvel movie that's not starring Jared Leto, please. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did tell Adam because like he was kind of collecting thing. predictions yesterday. It's like I half expected Dane Whitman in some way when they're practically in the same zip code at this point it was like i felt like that would have like if if not blade we could have gotten dane of just like hey my my new vampire killing friend wants you to join our group do you want to come hang out with us but yeah i'm not upset that we didn't get anything i know that that is probably coming down the line but it would have been really cool if we got it but still what we got was so good jim where do you want to see outside of season two and a Moon Knight movie and everything else where do you want to see Moon Knight next uh, man i I, I I guess Blade is was where I like can think right like I I I don't know I don't know where right now with everything going on in the MCU where he shows up next right like we know something's going on with the Dane Whitman stuff we know Blade is coming and so clearly he's probably going to play in in that space but we have no idea where that branch of the mcu is going and so like i honestly i hope i wish that wherever he shows up next it totally takes us by surprise like we don't even know it's coming and he just shows up because like is that like there's that scene where he the one of the nitpick like Moon Knight flies now like I get it <laughs> yeah and they gave fine. him a jet sound effect too that was amazing right yeah <laughs> but but that scene of him going up into the moon with the cape just like yeah. boom all the way around like I want to see that coming back down like in a scene right like you're just watching a Marvel movie it pans up into the the night sky the moon is there and you just see the the shadow of the crescent just fall to the ground superhero pose and he just saves the day or something that's what I want to see where it shows up I don't care just give me that <laughs> Aaron what about you I have so many thoughts. First of all, this idea of Blade rolling up at a Winnebago and being like, get in. <laughs> I wish. I really wish that's how it ended. I'm sorry, guys. And also, when they were dragging hair out the back, I thought it was going to be Val, and it wasn't. And I was like, what is she doing? We haven't seen her in forever. Um, so those two things. I would say I have. I'm holding out hope that we had Kang on the back of a jacket in this series, and they said that they didn't do that on accident. Mm -hmm. I would really love if during Quantum Mania there's some shenanigans that take them back to Egypt and then while they're back there freaking Jake Lockley, time traveling Jake Lockley is there to try and help <laughs> a very bewildered Scott Lang be like, who the heck are you? Like, what is your gimmick? I don't understand. I'm a bug. Like, I don't get it. Um, that would be great. Also fitting as many hot actors into that movie as possible. Just building the hot version of Oppenheimer with ladies in it. Let's do it. I, that's what I want. 
I thought the version of that was just Barbie. <laughs> oh, you're right. 100%. That's going to be a crazy dueling weekend. I love it. You're either an Oppenheimer or a Barbie. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think it is to the point that Jim made earlier. It is so fun that like nobody really knows who Moon Knight is. Like to our knowledge, like it, the other characters in the MCU, we don't know his relationship with any of them if there even is anything. So I think there is so much fun, like potential there. And once he does cross over, like wherever you can put him in with whatever persona, whether it's Jake or Steven or Mark, I think it is just going to be so wild. So yeah, I agree with what all of you have said. I think that wherever we see him next is just going to be crazy. So um, does anyone else have any other thoughts about the finale? I know there was still so much to unpack. I will say the Bill Sienkiewicz Easter egg was very cool of the name of the hospital that Harrow was in. That was a very nice. Oh, I totally missed that. That's awesome. Yeah, it it was like that. It was named after him. I thought that that was really neat. Can Um, I just say I love the little extra touch of Jake kicking the wheelchair as he tried to throw it out of his way to get back in the car was just so perfect. Oh, he's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Bad to the bone just kicks in. Oh, loved it. That was great. I was going to say that they didn't give Jake the the mustache. So I was going to try starting hashtag Jake Lockley is over party. (laughs) (laughs) I think people like that's a dangerous territory because everyone loves Jake. So I don't know what waters I'm treading into, but I just need two of you. Then it's a trend, right? It is. It is 2022. And Jake Lockley is trending right now on Twitter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jake Lockley next to Star Wars. Just let that sink in for a second. True, true. It's so wild. That's where we're at. It's amazing. I do also have to say the, the scene in the mental hospital where Oscar s- kept switching back and forth between Mark and Steven, like literally in the single take. Like I know he's mm-hmm. had moments like that across the show where it's like the, the kind of Donner Superman switching from one persona to the other, but just like the ability to do that on the fly was just a surreal. Like I agree with it. What everyone said, what a man, like what an actor. We are so much better off in this franchise for having him here because he is just committing on a level that is just so crazy. I am um, worried. I am worried about Kanchu though. Like <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder has me really worried about Kanchu. Mm-hmm. And not yet. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> I that's the, I guess that's true cuz I we joked about this earlier that he did Harold did Gore such a big favor. He gave <laughs> so much time. He like yeah. that, that weird ghostly iPhone he Fivered him like oh, <laughs> you go there and pick me up all these souls just get them up out of the way so i don't have to go over there i'm kind of over here dealing with something with this blonde guy could you just do that all right what would be worse having gore kill Kanshu or to wear it like which one would be oh, worse? Oh, don't even Jenna. what why don't i just have to suggest it because no, no. Both both no we don't have to talk it. or think about that <laughs> no. i'm just preparing us for the inevitable moment oh. that does happen I know Jamie's answer, a thousand percent. Yeah, and it's my answer too. <laughs> I can't believe you would do you would do Conchu dirty like that. Listen, I want to you hear the We don't voice. get Torrette without Conchu. You were the one who said you were worried <laughs> about Conchu being in Love and Thunder potentially. So you you brought this up. I was just oh, I was just well, teeing up the Well, chat has turned on you for that. So now <laughs> you right. can go to jail. Congratulations, right. Anna. Marvel, please give me some merch before yes. I end up with a hippo tattoo uh, because I have nothing to do Okay? Yes. <laughs> when her ears wiggle, I make know. my whole heart burst yes. out of my chest. I know. I, I just... The, I, I gotta give a lot of a lot of respect to the uh, the extras or the actors who uh, you know the, who played dead bodies ta- that Tara talked through because yes. the, their facial expressions were absolutely amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like it felt like Tolerant was was talking to me through this dead cop or mm-hmm. mercenary or whatever. It was oh man, so great. I loved the scene when May was like, or when Layla was switching back and forth oh, going between, back and forth. B- yeah, between her and that was just so like that acting was just top notch. So mm-hmm. yeah, it is just so much fun. This episode was so good. Like I oh Falco, Layla's in the chat saying she's got inside info about Moon Knight Funkos. <laughs> I think we're all going to be happy. Is yes. basically what I'm going to is what is what I'm assuming. I'll let her Very tell good. chat. We won't say it on the show. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think that's it for today's show this was so much fun we had so much to talk about even though now people think i want to go to all right i should go to jail <laughs> for suggesting a thing that jim had already brought up but i i guess i'm going to jail i don't know <laughs> but um now i'm gonna have to get free jenna in <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh boy. Um, Aaron, since you're at the top, do you have anything else you want to, any closing thoughts, any plugs, any of that? Um, just, this is so fun. This week has been really, really ridiculous. Like on all fronts, um, go enjoy multiverse of Madness tomorrow. Uh, you know, go read a, a comic or two go. Don't believe those threads that tell you to watch freaking agents of shield <laughs> season two, episode six, unless you want to, like Jamie told you to and go watch some hippopotamus live cam. I'm going to tweet it out. Well, <laughs> nice. we all need to bond together. Perfect. Jim, any closing thoughts? Uh, free comic book day is this Saturday. Yes. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or even Saturday, get out to your local comic book shop. Just type in comic book shop on Google Maps and you'll find one or use the comic shop locator or whatever. There's plenty of good stuff being made available. Free books, free books for you, free books for your kids, free books for your partners, whatever you want. Just go out and go read comics. Pick up Moon Knight by Jed McKay and Alessandro uh, Capuccio, volume one, available now if you want good Moon Knight stuff. Perfectly said. Adam, do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, yeah, Stephen Grant's character development was, was so incredible, right? He started off as the the world's biggest Egyptian nerd of Egyptian mythology, <laughs> and then he became an avatar of one of the gods he studied. So, so take a page from his book and, and go do the thing and, and reach out for your goals. Anything's possible. Stephen Grant taught us anything. <laughs> I That's love right. that. Oh, Adam, that was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> then he turned around and did kill an, another God, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Don't do that stuff. Do the good stuff. Please. <laughs> All right, Jamie, on that note, following that. Oh, gosh. Happy Star Wars Day, everybody. Celebrate Star Wars in style. Do what I did last night, which is watch rewatch all the prequels, because you know that's going to be important for Obi-Wan. I've already watched Revenge of the Sith three times this year. Uh, I love them all uh, because uh, they're all amazing. Um, But uh, if you're going to be at Star Wars night at Disneyland today and you spot me, say hello. Uh, uh, We're we're celebrating Star Wars all day. Uh, And... um, and, you know, uh, enjoy your lives. Perfectly said. <laughs> um, I'll just say, like, echoing what Jim said, Free Comic Book Day, go read some comics. Go go read some free comics on Free Comic Book Day. Go read some Neil Adams comics because he, mm-hmm. he was a titan of the industry in so many ways. His work on Green Lantern, Green Arrow is foundational to who I am as a person. So there is so much amazing work from that man in so many different corners of Marvel and DC canon. So definitely go check out something that he's done. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We will hopefully be back on Friday with a spoilery breakdown of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So get ready for that because there's so much to talk about. Um, And then as Jim said, we'll be back next week with a special surprise guest to talk Moon Knight. So see you then. 